This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're, 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 tuned, you're tuned into It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagada at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on. It's always game day in Cincinnati. They're hitting the field. Training camp is over. Preseason is over. Now it's down to days. Ten days. It's going to be a week soon. And on Sunday, Pittsburgh Steelers are coming to town. Week one of the season. Everybody's ready for real football. We heard from Joe Burrow. Wasn't expecting to hear from him on Wednesday. He does talk on Wednesdays, but thought that was going to start next week for his press conferences. And he was good. Joe Burrow's always good in his press conferences. He said a few things, made the social media world think, hey, this guy's a little cocky. And I I watch him, I'm not going to lie, his press conferences are always something that I actually enjoy. What do you take from those and what he said this week? I mean, it depends on how you feel about him, right? If you don't really like him that much, what he says is cocky. If you like him a lot, what he says is cool. And <laughs> I, I'm... I can see both sides. I think it's fine what he says. I don't think it's a big deal. I guess what you're looking at is uh, what people don't like is they said something about if you try to play man, you know, good luck. If you're going to play too high, then Mixon's going to eat. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> These are just like basic football things of the Bengals have maybe, the, you know, the best wide receiver trio in the league. And uh, they have a good running back and improved offensive line. So, yeah, if you're going to not put your safety in the box, then Mixon can, you know, roll for extra yardage. And if you are going to put him in the box or try to play man coverage on these awesome wide receivers, then you're going to have a little bit of issue unless you've got some stud corners. And even then, I don't know, because, you know, (laughs) the game's tilted towards the offense. So even these stud corners aren't always going to do what they can against these wide receivers. Just look at what Jalen Ramsey uh wasn't able to do against the Bengals in the Super Bowl. He was able to do plenty. You know, I, I do think it, his game gets a little bit underrated there because he does get beat deep a few times. But other, 
I don't know. It, it wasn't terrible. I think some people might think that, but I, I also don't think it was good. I think it was like a fine game, and that's impressive to put on one of the best corners in the league. So I think they could do it. I will say the best corner in the league, so I do think they could do it against anybody. So I agree with what Joe's saying. I, I just think it depends on how you view him is how you're going to take it. It's probably just how – yeah, it is. It's honestly who's had the bad experiences against Joe Burrow and that those are the ones that take it the worst. And speaking of bad experiences, he was talking with Wink Martindale earlier in the week and was asked about it. You know, what were you guys talking about? Anything about 525 when you played the Baltimore Ravens? And uh, he said, no, we were just talking. Do you believe that? What do you think that conversation was like with Wink? Because you're going to relive that December day, December 26th at Paul Brown Stadium at the time when he put 525 up on the backups? I have to think Burrow didn't like what Wink said about, you know, like they, uh, it was something about how like they're not superstars or something like that, basically downplaying him and Jamar. So he clearly didn't like that. That's why he tried to stay in there late in the game, throw up for those extra yards, 525 yards. I also think that, you know, he, he probably is fine with it now. He's like, yeah, I, I whooped him. I showed him that we are superstars. And now, you know, Winks in the NFC, maybe they're fine with it. Maybe he brings it up. I could see him not bring it up and just, you know, just, just palling around with a coach. But I have to think it comes up, right? <laughs> because I'm just maybe not exactly 525, but he's just, you know, just says something. Uh, I guess they do. They play this – no, they don't play this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking because they play the Cowboys, but now they have that extra game that's just some random NFC team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he might just go up and say, like, hey, glad you don't face me and Jamar this year, right, or something like that. Maybe not bringing up the 525, but just bringing up, like, you know, we whooped you twice, right? We need more Joe Burrow mic'd up. And I know that the players normally tell the people when they're mic'd up for games, like, hey, I'm mic'd up. Just want to give you a heads up so you don't say anything. You don't want you're gonna regret. But man, I wish we could get him all the time because when when Joe's mic'd up, it, it's always really good stuff. But we'll stay with quarterbacks right now. News today, Russell Wilson got paid. You know, you put him on the rankings against other quarterbacks who got paid, and I'm a little surprised. Guys 33 gonna be 34 in November. Hasn't played it down yet for the Denver Broncos. I know it's a quarterback league and a lot of these guys are getting paid and they're going to have to, they were in the talks of extending them already anyways, but you also have the Lamar Jackson conversations that are happening. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, that can't happen until after next season. What does that mean for the quarterbacks currently in the contract negotiations, such as Lamar Jackson? And, and what would it mean for Joe Burrow, if anything? I have to think that Lamar and Joe probably – I mean, the teams are probably going to point to that deal because that's one of the newer big quarterback contracts. But I have to think they're also just thinking like, well, I'm young. Like that, that guy's pushing you know, 35. Uh, I, you're, you're going to have to give me a better deal than that or something along those lines. I think um, Kyler's deal probably leans more towards what they're going to look at. Um, I mean, Mahomes and Allen's deals are not even in the top five anymore, I don't think. So... <laughs> You can't really point to those too often. Maybe the years on Mahomes. Maybe the Bengals want to do a 10-year deal with Joe. Um, I don't know if Lamar wants to sign a 10-year deal with the Ravens. Just just judging off of what his Twitter seems to be uh, doing. I don't know if he's trying to gain leverage or something with all these weird Miami Dolphins tweets and stuff. But uh, 
I just uh, I I don't I don't know if you could point too much to that. I think the one thing that teams will point to, and it's they're probably going to point to every deal that happens from now until these guys get signed. Herbert, uh, Lamar, and Joe is just like you're probably not getting fully guaranteed deal. That's just some weird thing Cleveland tried to do. Uh, you know, we're we're not going to do that. You're going to see pretty much all the money. At least you'll probably see all the money. It's just we we can't fully guarantee it because of all the other stuff that goes in at the escrow and putting your actual cash down, all those things. I assume that you know the Bengals just kind of go, Joe. If we if we give you fully guaranteed, then we can't give Jamar his guarantees and all these you know those type of things. So uh, I don't see the fully guaranteed thing happening. But that's about the only thing I t- I took out of it. Otherwise, I was just looking at it and thinking. Really, I don't know the the deals for these quarterbacks. It's who's going to bite first between those the the big three of uh, Herbert, uh, Burrow, and Lamar. So whichever one bites first, that's the deal that everybody's going to point to because I think it'll probably break the uh, current leader. I don't know who the current leader is off the top of my head, but I think it'll be higher than that. At least probably AAV, not the guarantees because of what the Browns did. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, and that's what was crazy about it, not to go too far back into the past with Deshaun's contract, but I think a lot of people thought when it happened, oh, this is going to change the game for the quarterbacks, and Cleveland just screwed everyone. Good luck, Cincinnati. Good luck, Baltimore. Good luck, Chargers. You're going to have to sign your quarterback for more than this, and you're not going to be able to do it because, you know, just all the guarantees and everything like that. I don't even think that's a topic of conversation when you are negotiating these contracts, and then they can't even start with that for Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert until after this season. But I just thought that stuff was so laughable. And honestly, every time a quarterback doesn't get that guarantee, and I don't think you would give that to Russ just because he is 33, going to be 34, and you haven't seen the guy play for you yet. I mean, no offense, but he's not the same old Russ Wilson that he was early on in his career with the Seattle Seahawks. But that's my opinion personally. I just thought people thought it that Watson contract was just going to screw the rest of the quarterback world. And it's not, it just makes the Browns look desperate every single time. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to give too many hot takes, but yeah, I, I don't know if Russ is the same guy either. Cause it's been about a year and a half since he's played at that like MVP all pro type level. Can he do it in Denver? Absolutely. If there's a beautiful moon ball in the air is thin, but you know, there is some just mild, the nerves about like well what if he's not the same guy you know what if this is what he is now just a, a good quarterback and not a great elite type one that's also the reason you don't give him a fully guaranteed deal is i think they're paying until he's 38 <laughs> and i don't know <laughs> there's not too many quarterbacks that uh i guess more lately with the brady's and whoever else is rogers nearing 38 yet i think he'll be he good. yeah so i think he'll be good when he's 38 but yeah, that you that I mean, when I hear that, at least when I used to think of quarterback age, like that's over the hill. <laughs> like I think I don't think Manning was 38 when he started going downhill, but I don't remember. 
I mean, that's crazy to think about. It's crazy to get that. I I was blown away. I mean, obviously you look at guarantees and the contract extension and everything like that, but I'm like, really Russ? I mean, I would have probably let him play out this year at least. Uh, But no, that, that was really surprising for me. Okay. We're about a week, a week until the opener and we'll talk about real football. We'll preview the game and everything next week, but what are you looking forward to in practice this week? What do you want to see? What are you still questioning for this team right now when it comes to depth and positions besides the offensive line? Just quickly going to say, cause I Googled it, but Peyton Manning did make the pro bowl when he was 38, 39s when he went downhill. Your <laughs> twenties. <are> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just want everybody to be healthy in the <laughs> this week yeah, of practice. That's about it. I, I think like it'd be cool to see Sharping working with Pollock. And I know there's already been some clips of that and working with some of the other guys. And, you know, we didn't even talk about him. Tufele, I believe is his name. Yeah. I'd like to see, you know, just a hype video on him would be cool. I don't know too much about him. I know he's, he's young and draft Twitter loved him, but I didn't watch him. So <laughs> I have no real opinion. And uh, I don't know, just seeing the new waiver claims just showing their talent, that'd be pretty cool to see. But other than that, I'm just, please, nobody get hurt before we made it through the preseason with essentially no major injuries. I'm knocking on wood, okay? So it's not over yet. Preseason's over. But I know, but it's, you know, I just need to get to week one and, and things like that. Do you think there's going to be any su- surprise extensions? Because sometimes they do it right before week one, right before that game, right before kickoff. There's an extension for one of the players that you're like, mm, I, I probably would have waited till after the season or I'm a little surprised they were able to work that out already. My guess is no, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess I see them talk up Pratt a little bit, but then it feels weird that like you're going to sign Pratt to his deal and then you got to pay Wilson a whole bunch of money. And then that's a lot of money going to the linebackers. And I know that the, uh, the, the capologists are going to get upset if you're going to pay your linebackers too much because they're, they're the running backs of the defense and whatnot. But uh yeah, I don't know. It, it is a lot of money to put in one position group and on defense when you're going to have all that offense coming soon so i don't expect one um i guess pratt would be my guess if somebody did sign an extension just because i think they want to see how jonah plays and whether or not i mean they've still got the tag to use on him if they want or they can sign him after the year see how he does they might want to see another healthy year out of him too i mean that last year was his first year i mean he played what 21 game no 20 games because he didn't play against cleveland like nobody did um but he was healthy the whole year and uh, he was healthy all throughout college. So like he's not an injury prone player, but his first two years in Cincinnati, he didn't play all that much because of injuries. So they might want to see another healthy year out of him, make sure he's got the durability before they put the big investment into him. See, I love Jermaine Pratt. And I think a lot of people will always go back to, I mean, he might be like an underrated linebacker in the room and the linebacker room, man, I remember when it was depleted and then you get Pratt, you get Logan Wilson. I think it's going to be an Akeem Davis Gaither kind of year that we talk about if he stays healthy. Um, For me personally, I hate to say this and I hope Twitter doesn't get mad, but I don't think that they extend Jermaine Pratt. I don't know. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on it. I could see it if it's cheaper, but I think they are saving plenty of money for Wilson. I do think Pratt's underrated, and he was really good during the playoffs. Like, 
you could argue Pratt was better in the playoffs than Wilson, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd make that argument. Uh, they're about the same. I'll, I'll backtrack immediately. <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cut that. No. <laughs> I just know people love Wilson. So if I say that, they're going to come after me. I just think they were both really good. And part of that is just they don't, they complement each other well, too, right? Because Pratt does, he's more of the versatile piece. And I even think of their coverage, like Wilson to me is a guy I want to have in shallow zones with his eyes on the quarterback, but Pratt does a really good job when he has to uh, call it robot in match coverage where against play action, the linebackers are come up to fill. And then when they see his play action, he turns his back to the quarterback, finds the crosser. Cause that's what they're always trying to do in that play action stuff to fake the handoff linebackers come up, throw it over their heads. He turns around, finds the crosser, runs with him. There were two awesome plays, three awesome plays this year. He had a pass breakup where Tim Pratt, where Tim Patrick was the guy and <laughs> broke up a contested pass to him. He ran stride for stride with Chase Claypool, who they call Mapletron for being so big and athletic. <laughs> you know, he was able to go stride for stride with him in short area. And uh, the third one was whoever was covering Darnell Mooney in week two falls down and Pratt just picks him up and runs with him the rest of the way. Who's also a fast guy. So I think we underrate what Pratt does in coverage sometimes because he's not the type to do really, really well when it comes to eyes on the quarterback, melt with the eyes, get in the windows, you know, it just doesn't have the perfect feel, but what he does do well, at least I think better than Wilson is that match type stuff where he has to turn his back, find a crosser and run with them. And that, I mean, that he used to play safety, so this makes sense. But that's uh, that's what I like is that they really complement each other. You can have Wilson keep his eyes on the quarterback and Pratt goes find the crosser, cut that. Um, Wilson does a great job of, you know, just being cap <laughs> professor chaos and getting the interceptions and forced fumbles and whatnot. I do think there's like mild limitations in his man coverage last year, but uh, that's also, I think, something that Pratt's a little bit better at than him. But, you know, most teams are playing their zone coverages most of the time. They're not unless you're the Patriots or Dolphins and who knows if the Dolphins do that this year, you're not playing a, a base man coverage type stuff. It's usually 60, 65% zone. So that's why Wilson's so valuable. So if we're taking notes at home, it was Dax Hill on Tuesday. Now it's Logan Wilson. No, I'm just, I'm joking. I'm joking. I totally understand with what you're saying. And, and you know, when I said that, I, I, I don't know if they're going to extend Jermaine Pratt, which I hope they do. I love that guy. And, and like you said, when, when Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt are working together, it's fun to watch on the defensive side. I hope it happens. Um, I just, I just don't know if it will. And we'll see. We'll see. But you're probably right. We won't see an extension. There's been too much going on this offseason. Obviously, they've made their claims and just fill in the holes right now. And they have a talented roster. But one week and a few days to go. We have one more segment to go. And we'll get to it on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.